Hello, this is Meghnath from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, October 23rd and here's wishing all my Bengali and non-Bengali listeners a very happy Pujo. The big story of the day comes from United States of America where President Trump has said things which have upset some people. US President Donald Trump said the air in India and China is filthy during the second and final presidential debate ahead of the November 3 election. Trump made these remarks as he denounced Democratic rival Joe Biden's plans to tackle climate change. At the debate in Nashville, Trump renewed his criticism that global action on climate change was unfair to the United States. Trump said, quote, look at China, how filthy it is. Look at Russia, look at India, it's filthy. The air is filthy, unquote. Trump charged that Biden's climate plan was an economic disaster for U.S. states such as Texas and Oklahoma, which produce oil, while Biden said climate change is an existential threat to humanity. He said, quote, we have a moral obligation to deal with it. We are going to pass the point of no return within the next eight to 10 years, unquote. Trump's remarks came as air pollution levels in parts of the Indian capital, New Delhi, soared to severe levels on Friday. The city was blanketed in noxious haze as smoke from agriculture burning, vehicle fumes and industrial emissions combined with cooler temperatures and slow-moving winds that trap pollutants over the city turns air in the city into a toxic soup every winter. According to Swiss-based group IQ Air Visual that gathers air quality data globally, New Delhi was the world's most polluted capital city for the second straight year in 2019. The study found that India is also the home to 21 of the world's 30 most polluted cities. According to a State of Global Air 2020 study released on Wednesday, more than 1,16,000 Indian infants died from air pollution in the first month of life, and the corresponding figure was 2,36,000 in Sub-Saharan Africa. I can confirm that the air is filthy in New Delhi. Where I'm sitting recording this right now, the PM 2.5 levels are at 240 and are in very unhealthy category of things. So yeah, kafi filthy. Mumbai's City Central Mall caught fire last night, resulting in the evacuation of 3,500 residents from a nearby 55-storey orchid enclave building. The second floor of the mall caught fire at around 8.50pm on Thursday. It spread on all three floors despite firefighting efforts. At 2.41am, the fire brigade department announced the fire as a brigade call. This means that the fire is a level 5-1, the highest category, for which fire engines are called from all agencies in the city. The mall is a ground plus three-floor structure. As per the Brihan Mumbai Municipal Corporation, the fire originated at the mobile printer, stationery and furniture shops on the second floor from which it spread to the third floor. A total of 24 fire engines, 16 jumbo tanks are on site and around 250 officials are on the ground. The evacuated people have been moved to a nearby open ground as a safety precaution. Amazon has refused to appear before a joint parliamentary committee looking into the Personal Data Protection Bill 2019. Reports indicate that this amounts to breach of privilege of parliament. Sources told NDTV, quote, if Amazon does not appear before the panel on October 28th, coercive action will be initiated against Amazon, unquote. 
Meanwhile, the US e-commerce giant said their subject matter experts are overseas and cited travel risks due to which they could not appear. The committee, which is looking into the personal data protection bill following concerns expressed by the Congress, had called all stakeholders, including Facebook and Twitter, to give an overview. BJP MP Menakshi Lekhi, who heads the panel, has said, quote, Amazon has refused to appear before the panel on October 28th. And if no one on behalf of the e-commerce company appears before the panel, it amounts to a breach of privilege, unquote. The panel has decided to send a privilege notice if they do not turn up. Meanwhile, top Facebook India officials appeared before the parliamentary panel today and were questioned for nearly two hours. Facebook India was represented by its public policy director, Ankhi Das. The presentation of Twitter officials before the panel will take place on October 28th as per a notice issued by Lok Sabha Secretariat. Google and Paytm have been asked to appear before the panel on October 29th. While introducing the draft Personal Data Protection Bill 2019 in Parliament last year, Union Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad said it empowers the government to ask companies like Facebook, Google and others for anonymous personal and non-personal data. But the opposition Congress had concerns regarding the use of such data in some cases, especially where national security is involved. A section of legal experts had also flagged the issue, saying the provision will give the government unaccounted access to personal data of users. The matter was subsequently referred to the Joint Parliamentary Committee headed by Menakshi Lekhi. By the way, if you want to understand what is the issue here and why the government is all up in arms, do check out the Intermediary Liability series on our YouTube channel. We have done a series of videos explaining data protection and what this means for you. Oh, and also, I have to say this, that there is very little detailed information you will find elsewhere on legacy media channels around data protection. You know why? Because they run on ads and they care more about those clients. We care about you. So we put forward issues that matter to you. That's what happens when you pay to keep news free, people. So subscribe to newslaundry.com today. The controversial 20th Amendment to Sri Lanka's constitution that envisages expansive powers and greater immunity for the executive president was passed in parliament with a two-thirds majority. As many as 156 MPs in the 225-member House voted for it, while 65 legislators voted against the bill. Significantly, eight opposition MPs voted in favor of the legislation that their parties and leaders not only vehemently opposed, but also challenged at the Supreme Court. Following as many as 39 petitions filed by opposition parties and civil society groups, the Supreme Court determined that the passage of the legislation required only two-thirds majority. That is, except for four clauses that needed additional public approval through a referendum, unless they were amended in line with the determination. The 20th Amendment rolls back Sri Lanka's 19th Amendment, a 2015 legislation passed with wide support from the Rajapaksha group, which was then in the opposition, that sought to clip presidential powers while strengthening parliament. This new legislation in turn reduces the prime minister's role to a ceremonial one. In the two-day debate, opposition MPs broadly argued that the amendment threatened to take the country on the path of authoritarianism, giving the president unbridled powers. While the government MPs emphasized the need for a centralized power for better governance. The 20th Amendment's passage comes at a time when the country is facing a new wave of COVID-19, with the number of cases rapidly increasing to 6,028 cases and 14 deaths as of Thursday evening. 
a study of data and images sent by isro's mars orbiter mission mom and nasa's mars orbiter mars atmosphere and volatile evolution maven has found that mars is losing its atmosphere to outer space at a faster rate than earth though other terrestrial planets in the solar system are also constantly losing their atmospheres in outer space the rate at which this loss happens is determined mainly by the size of a planet and temperature of its upper atmosphere indian space research organization isro posted on its website these findings of scientists who have studied data and images sent by mom and maven about a global dust storm that enveloped the red planet in june july 2018 Such a global storm is one of the dynamical meteorological phenomena on Mars. The ISRO statement said, "Quote: In the first week of June 2018, a global dust storm, also called a planet encircling dust event, started growing on Mars, and it had grown to its mature phase by the first week of July. Such a storm significantly heated and expanded the Martian upper atmosphere." The heating and expansion of the global dust storm led to a part of Mars atmosphere quickly reaching the exobase altitude which lies at 220 kilometers. Any hot gases above the exobase altitude are more likely to move to further higher altitudes and subsequently escape to outer space. Hence from the results of the present study it can be inferred that the 2018 global dust storm resulted in enhanced escape of Martian atmosphere. Unquote. Mom observed the evening side of Mars by diving down to altitude as low as 155 kilometers. By analyzing the measurements from the probe, scientists at the National Atmospheric Research Laboratory, Gadangki, Andhra Pradesh, found that Mars' upper atmosphere was undergoing warming and expansion. As the dust storm slowly engulfed Mars over a month period, scientists found that the neutral densities in the Mars' thermosphere increased significantly. Such an increase was also confirmed by NASA's Maven mission which was simultaneously measuring the Martian thermosphere on the morning side. Ah doesn't it feel nice? No not the atmosphere erosion part. I mean finding out about the atmosphere erosion from an Indian space probe. Hashtag #proud moment. And now it's time for some assorted chocolates from the luminescent gift box of newslaundry.com. First up Listen to this bit from the last episode of NL Hafta. I think a on the uh, Bollywood producers going to court against Times and Republic. I think it's an excellent move, and I think journalists should actually come out and support it and call out stuff like this. Because when Navika says this is an attack on free speech, every journalist who respects the profession and who is passionate about the profession and cares about the profession should counter it and say, no, this has got nothing to do with free speech or even doing journalism. It's got everything to do with tabloidization and slander. Republic Times now have been doing it for a long time, except their victims have been too weak to hit back. They've called women at Shaheen Bagh, you know, paid uh, women. Biryani khane aati hai. The worst kind of things said about women and children who sat there. They've done it against Umar Khalid. You know, ran complete propaganda against them. They did it in with the Hathras victim, where Arnab Goswami actually on Republic Bharat said that ye samuhik balatkar ki baat kahan se aayi? Ye to Manohar kahani likdi kisi ne. You know, someone's died, yeah. but they've been doing it for too long and i'm happy that you know a powerful organization like bollywood can take them on in case you don't know this was a part of our flagship weekly news podcast which is released on your favorite podcatcher every saturday the hafta gang analyzes the weekly events and happenings for you to make sense of this insane world that we currently live in 
It's available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, YouTube, and any other podcatcher app that you use. Do listen in. You also should check out newsroundy.com where starting today, our reporters Akansha Kumar and Nidhi Suresh are bringing you exclusive ground reports from an incident that happened in Lakhimpur Kheri in Uttar Pradesh. An 18-year-old girl was found raped and murdered near her house back in August, following which the Hindutva ecosystem started claiming it was a case of love jihad. It was later found to be a false narrative and even the police have denied a religious angle. Nidhi and Akansha are investigating what happened there and digging deep to find the truth. Do check out their report. Meanwhile, our crack reporter Basant Kumar is in Bihar trying to gauge the pulse of the voters there. Yesterday, he visited Nitish Kumar's village, Kalyan Bigha. All is well in that village, except for the fact that there are no jobs and a lot of frustrated young people. Do read his report on newsrunday.com, both in English and Hindi. This is a part of the Bihar Elections NL Sena project. So if you want to contribute and support Basan's work, do go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. That's newslaundry.com slash subscription. You can support us by supporting this project because reporting is an expensive endeavor and Basant really wants to do more stories. As always, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served. You are served. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.